this is certainly a time of the year that we are talking vaccinations. There have been much discussion throughout the entire year about vaccinations as well. But this is certainly a time, uh, particularly as our uh, adolescents and teens start going back to school, going to college. We have a whole slew of vaccinations that we talk about if a young person is going to even live with other than a dorm. Uh, that becomes a big concern. So uh, lots of reasons with COVID, with flu, with pneumonia, lots of things to be thinking about. And we know that vaccines are prevention. I think a lot of us have heard this, certainly particularly with COVID, but I think it really drives it home more so now with what we've been through over the last three, uh, three to four years. But preventive measures, you know, but when you get a vaccine, right, it's so important to think about that flu shot or that COVID vaccine as protection, not only for you, but also for your family, perhaps those you work around, um, folks that are close to you, it helps prevent the spread of many of these diseases that we're talking about. And so uh, really, uh, when you think about time and money, missed work, uh, weakened immune systems, lots of good reasons to be thinking about that vaccine, sometimes even beyond yourself. uh, If you are living with others, visiting with others, lots of things to think about. So right now, obviously, it's flu season. So flu uh, immunizations or flu shots are out there. Uh, we're doing a lot with them. We can vaccinate down to six months of age. And so uh, as we see our infants in the office, we are talking about that flu vaccine and trying to get as many uh, vaccinated. Uh, there is actually a nose spray that's out there. For a while, it went off the market, came back on the market uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, not one that we use a whole lot in the office. Uh, for many reasons, but it is an option between the ages of 2 and 49. And most of us know the flu um, injection, the flu shot injection. And we know that if we are 65 years young or older, that high-dose quadrivalent vaccine has four times the antigens as the standard dose. So 65 years and above, Ray, I think you were talking about that birthday yesterday, Um, and heading in that direction. So next year, we're going to get you with the high-dose one. Um, But it's an important one. uh, And as we age, we need a little bit more, even despite uh, perhaps good health. Uh, But safe, effective, and for those under 65, uh, we certainly have the routine uh, flu shot as well. But important, now is the time, folks, to be thinking along those lines. As we feel that weather today, it drives us in, uh, inside to where the spread of disease is much, much easier. So really, really important. Another one, Ray, is the Tdap or the tetanus shot. Um, the tetanus shot has a booster. It has another type of booster as well. And the Tdap has tetanus, diphtheria, and whooping cough or pertussis protection. Uh, and as adults, we should look to attempt to get at least one of those. I tell my students, I call that the grandparent shot, because a lot of times grandparents will call in or future grandparents and say, oh, my goodness, my daughter or son uh, are having a baby uh, in their family, and as a grandparent, I need to get protection so that I can help prevent the spread of pertussis. So the Tdap or tetanus shot, uh, TDAP, is an important one to consider. And then you were talking about shingles. Shingles is available 50 years and above. Uh, For us, we uh, advocate the pharmacy. Pharmacies are now giving lots of vaccines, uh, as you know, but this is a costly one to keep in the office. And it's a two-stepper. It is not a live virus, and it's recommended for everybody over the age of 50 years uh, young. And then the pneumonia vaccine has got in a little bit more complicated because there's a new vaccine out there called the Prevnar 
20. You may have heard of the Prevnar 13 and the Pneumovax or P23, but the Prevnar 20 is the newest and latest that you want to talk to your care provider to say, gee, do I get the Prevnar 20 or do I get the 13 and the 23 combination? And it really depends on where you are in that lineup of shots. So there needs to be a conversation with regards to the pneumonia shot and where you are potentially with your health and age and which one is best for you. So lots of information, right, with regards to vaccines. With us is Dr. Debbie Play, Cleveland Clinic, Akron General. So a couple of follow-ups there on the presentation. And Debbie, very thorough with the vaccinations, vaccines, I should say, that are out there. Can we double up? I think that's one of the question marks that people will have. If I go to my pharmacy, if I go to my doctor, can I get vaccine A, B, and C or A and B on the same day? What would you recommend to us as far as getting these vaccines in our system? And and again, just thinking out loud, too many of these at the same time, does that that risk and effect from the vaccines? Can you hit that for me? Sure. You know, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, uh, many of us are hearing out there that it is perfectly safe to get the flu and the COVID booster um, at the same time. And so uh, I have a lot of patients asking that. Um, If I have a reliable patient, I oftentimes will recommend one and then the other within a few days. Um, A lot of the reasons why the CDC recommends getting uh, a few of those vaccines at the same time is they're concerned that people will not come back. And so you really need to know your patient population. Uh, I'm fortunate to have a, a, a reliable uh, crew, uh, but, you know, life can get in the way. And sometimes we have every intention of getting that vaccine or getting back in, and we don't. And so, uh, yes, you can get flu, COVID uh, uh, vaccine together. Uh, I had a patient come in the other day and said they got their shingles, flu, and COVID uh, vaccine. But they were uh, uh, you know, certainly feeling it the next day. Some of these can leave you very tired can leave you even bedridden for a day. Uh, And of course, oftentimes we'll say that means it's a good thing and it's working, but uh, depending on your schedule, you may want to uh, be selective and choose to vaccinate within a few days, each of these individually. Debbie, let me ask you this. You mentioned the pneumonia shot. Who for sure should be in line to get the pneumonia vaccine? Is it for those who maybe have had pneumonia in the past Go down the guidelines on your recommendations because this is kind of a vaccine that's off the beaten path a little bit. It is. It is. And it's one that we begin to talk about at 65 years young. So that's typically when we begin to talk about it. If you should be a smoker, if you have COPD, if you should uh, be on oral steroids, for instance, like asthma, um, uh, even diabetes rate. Diabetes is an immunocompromised state. Um, if you should be going through chemotherapy, perhaps H- perhaps HIV positive, Hep C positive, uh, no spleen because of trauma, perhaps from a motor vehicle accident. These are folks who need pneumonia shots early before 65 years young. So it's an important conversation to have with your care provider. So many folks get this pneumonia shot early on in their lifetime, but at 65 is when we tend to update that for life. And uh, up till now, we've had the Pneumovax, which I'll call the P23, and then enter in the Prevnar 13, another pneumonia shot that we've been given to kids for years, um, and now enter Prevnar 
20. And Prevnar 20 tends to be uh, the one that trumps them all, uh, but it just depends on what you already have in your system as to which way we want to go with regards to those immunizations. So important conversation to have about pneumonia shot. And if you're a diabetic, uh, be thinking that you also can be in that same category as if um, someone who is immunocompromised in other ways. You mentioned the two-shot process for shingles, and we're seeing the, the media blitz pertaining to shingles and the severity and the pain and such. Can you talk about shingles for us and the importance of looking to get that two-part vaccine? Uh, sure, Ray. I mean, you watch those commercials, and it really wants you to yeah. think about making sure you get that vaccine. Those commercials are pretty impressive. And I can say to you, as I meet with folks who are going through this, um, that it is impressive. And our biggest concern with shingles uh, is the fact that you could be the patient that gets that discomfort, that nerve pain for life. Lifelong neuralgia uh, is uh, the terminology that we use, which we obviously want to avoid. And one can get shingles at any point in their lives, but this vaccine is uh, geared towards folks that are 50 years young and above. And it's called Shingrix. Uh, the shingle song, again, is Shingrix. It is a two-stepper, and we typically will have you do that between two to six-month intervals of the uh, two vaccinations. Uh, it's an important one because shingles itself can really wreak havoc and cause a lot of concern, a lot of discomfort um, with patients. And shingles doesn't give shingles, but shingles gives chicken pox to someone else around you if you have shingles, which can be extremely dangerous when it comes to the chicken pox vac uh, pneumonia uh, or chicken pox for a child who is not immunized or has not had the disease. So again, as we talk about these vaccines, when you look to vaccinate, not only do you protect yourself, but you protect the, your loved ones, your folks that are in your tight circle around you with regards to family um, and uh, certainly uh, um, other loved ones and work uh, colleagues. Debbie, to wrap up the conversation, I want to circle back to the flu vaccine. Are there different degrees of the flu shot or is it quad uh, for most people under 65, above 65, you touched on that a little bit stronger above 65, but sometimes you'll see these different degrees of flu shots available and the pricing's a little bit different. And some people are wondering, well, am I getting a discount shot or are they all the same? Uh, yeah, good question. Um, the uh, routine flu vaccine this year has four viruses in it, Ray, as we follow what goes on south of us. Donna often talks about that uh, through the health department as we monitor what's going on. Uh, so we've got four viruses that are in that uh, flu vaccine. In the high-dose vaccine, for those that are 65 years young and above, uh, you are looking at a higher potency with regards to that. And so four times the energy amount that one would get typically in the routine vaccine. And so that is for somebody 65 years young and above to make sure that we are getting what we need to boost that immunity. Um, and so both um, are geared towards the same four viruses, a higher amount in our high dose uh, for immune systems that may need it.